Welcome to another episode of Boss Mama's Mindset. I'm your host, Laura Katanen, CEO and founder of Zello Studio, business and mindset coaching for boss mamas in order to ignite your passions, expand your mind, and elevate your business and life. The goal of this podcast is to get real on topics that make us a little uncomfortable so we can get smarter and more aligned with what is in our minds and souls to have thriving businesses. We hope you enjoy today's episode, and please don't forget, leave us a rating and a comment so that we can know exactly what you loved and resonated with the most. Hello, Boss Mamas. Welcome back. Another episode of Boss Mamas Mindset. I am so excited about today's conversation. I first ran across her page a few months ago, and I just loved her illustrations and graphics for um, a crazy fun way of looking at motherhood and all the important aspects that we need to be thinking about when it comes to taking care of yourself and finding your calm. So with me today is Bryce Reddy. She's a licensed mental health counselor, and her Instagram account is mombrain.therapist. And I'm just so excited to talk to you today, Bryce, and dive into all things understanding yourself and finding your calm. Oh, thank you so much, Laura. I am so excited to be here. I love talking with other moms and especially about this whole boss mama, you know, world that we're all living in. It's crazy. Right before we got on here, we were we were quickly catching up and chatting about the juggle, the boss mama juggle. And it's it's not easy, but we have to find find our way, our unique way. And today it's all about, you know, helping with that and also overcoming that mindset and hurdle of, you know, you're not able to take care of everyone else effectively unless you take care of yourself. So we're going to really talk about what that looked like for Bryce and the mindset hurdle she had to overcome to get into a better space for herself, her career, and her family. So before we get started, can you provide a little brief intro of yourself and your family and let my listeners know who you are? Sure, definitely. So like Laura said, I am Bryce. I am a licensed mental health counselor and I specialize in maternal mental health. So that means I work primarily with mothers through the transition to and through motherhood. And like Laura also said, I work with moms around the world through my social media platform, Mom Brain Therapist. And over there, I share info and kind of facts and tips and tricks for everyday life and motherhood. And in my personal life, I live in a small coastal community in Massachusetts in the U.S. with my husband and two kids who are both three and six years old. Wow. So we're in the thick of it together. (laughs) Yes. Yes, we do. We have kind of very similar ages and stages going on. I love that. So what got you into the type of therapy you do and what are you most passionate about when you work with families? Okay. So over the years, I've actually practiced in so many different settings. I worked in the juvenile justice system. I've worked in addiction treatment and just so much more everything else in between. But it was my work with uh, children and families that really encouraged me to focus on motherhood and parenting in general. Um, I think parents are doing such important work and we're raising future generations. And as a society, it can sometimes feel like there is there it's undervalued kind of the intensity and the difficulty of this really important job. And um, 
kind of how that impacts us all, especially as mothers. So, and of course, you know, my um, becoming a parent myself and the own, my own challenges in motherhood with infertility loss and postpartum depression uh, really intensified my passion for supporting mothers through this transformation that we go through. So, you know, just, um, I was a therapist long before I was a mom and becoming a mom really just kind of changed all of that for me, kind of how I looked at it and how I looked at what our needs were and, you know, it really brought me full circle to wanting to support mothers through kind of the everyday life of motherhood because that itself is not easy, right? Oh my goodness, not at all. I love a few things that you've said because I've talked to so many amazing boss mamas and it always boils down to some sort of darkness that they had to go through for them to find their light and realize what their purpose is and passion is. And often motherhood and shifting identities Mm -hmm. is part of that process or even just the struggles getting to be a mother. And so I find it fascinating that, you know, as you said, motherhood can sometimes be seen as a liability, especially in the workplace, but it should really be seen as an asset because of exactly those coping skills that we we learn, but also the passion that comes out as a result of it. We have so much to give to the world. Oh, I love that. Yes. And that's so true, right? You know, we go through so much and, you know, the resiliency that is required to go through this personal transformation, just you can't discount it. Okay. So if we're going to get real and talk about resiliency and some of the things that we go through as mothers recently, something that I've been going through and I truly hope that putting myself out there will help some of the listeners So I've breastfed both children Mm -hmm. and my boobs shrank. They literally shrank even smaller than before I had children. And I think this is an important thing to raise because you you mentioned something like we go through so much in terms of resilience. So it's not just mindset, but it's also our physical bodies. Mm -hmm. And um, that, you know, that has that that has comes with it a a burden to some extent like how do you get through that because then it turns the physical part turns into a mindset shift so what in terms of like would you say has been your biggest mindset shift or hurdle as you're going through your parenting journey and also helping other parents go through their journey yeah so um I've really come to focus so much more on my own care and well-being, actually. I mean, I think prior to becoming a parent, I was very focused on just like kind of the kids and how we help the kids and like kind of putting a lot of pressure on parents. And, you know, it's so easy for me in my own parenting to really want to pour everything into them, to do everything right, to give, give, give. Um, But what I was noticing in myself, but also in the parents I was working with is that our own reserves were becoming so depleted. You know, I was running on empty and it, it was seriously impacting my ability to enjoy my motherhood experience that I worked really hard for, you know, like, like I said, I went through a lot to become a mom and I wanted to, to enjoy it, but I wasn't because I was just so depleted. Um, you know, so I, and I really just wanted to soak them up. So dedicating myself and tending to my own needs as a part of my daily life and those routines that I kind of really invested in allowed me to kind of just enjoy motherhood in a more consistent way. Like when my own needs were met, I was able to show up in a more present and, you know, happier place for my kids and for myself. 
So I think that's been my biggest mindset shift so far in motherhood. You know, it's just recognizing recognizing the importance of mothering myself alongside my children, not just my children, that I needed mothering too. I love that whole term mothering yourself. It's so true, right? And mm-hmm. um, nobody's going to do it for us. We've got to do it for ourselves. And what does that look like for you? So what were you able to put into place? What kind of parameters did you have to set that would really help you mother yourself and get back, you know, refill your cup? Yeah. So, you know, in a lot of ways, I think, I, you know, I think we're mothers are have been mothering before they ever had children. I think in a lot of ways, there is a lot of like nurturing that we do, whether it's with our animals or with our friendships or as a helper, you know, as a therapist, you know, I was mothering, you know, all sorts of like my, the people I worked with and the people, you know, I, um, not my colleagues, but like my mentees, my people I was mentoring. And, you know, there is this kind of pattern of us give, give, giving and, for me, kind of mothering myself really just goes back to a lot of the basics. It means like scheduling my own appointments for self-care, like going to therapy and making sure I'm getting my teeth looked at and going to the doctor when I'm supposed to go. Um, But also kind of making sure I'm eating, making sure I'm getting out to play and take walks or talk to my friends, you know, just those really simple things that I would always make sure happen for my kids. Or I would tell my friends like, oh my God, you need to like take some time for yourself but I wasn't doing that for me. I was great at giving that advice, but I wasn't, you know, putting it back on myself that those things were actually important to my, you know, my, my general well-being. Yeah, I totally relate. And so um, like just today, I find one of the ways that to do that effectively is to break my routine. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's I work from home and, and it can get so lonely. So today I forced myself to just go out to a local cafe and have a salad on the patio, such a beautiful day, instead of eating at home by myself. And it sparked so much creativity. And then I was writing and I was thinking about future programs. And I was like, I'm so glad I did this. You know, had I just stayed at home, I would have, I would have just not had the same results, you know? That's so true. Just allowing ourselves and giving ourselves that permission to break the routine. And even with our kids, I find that that's like a good thing, right? You know, I think as parents, we can get so stuck in the routines like, oh, we have to be at this time for nap. We have to do this at this time. And sometimes just like having a day where you kind of go rogue (laughs) and (laughs) it's good for the mind and the moods for for the parents and the kids to kind of just have one of those days where we're kind of like following our bliss, you know, doing something that we know is going to help us feel good. Totally. Okay. So six and four, right? Your children? Uh, Six and three. So exactly three three years apart. Yeah. Okay. So where are you right now? What are you struggling with the most right now as a boss mama? So I think as an entrepreneur, I always go back to time. I mean, I think time is the ultimate one, right? I mean, as (laughs) entrepreneurs and boss mamas, you know, we're always kind of uh, fitting things in wherever we can, right? But through everything that's been going on in 2020, I think my biggest hurdle at the moment is just the unknown. So for the past six months, we've all just been running this marathon. And I don't know about anybody else, but we've had no childcare. <laughs> we've had limited time to work. We're switching gears constantly, you know, especially in our household where switch- my husband and I are switching off. I'm like, I have a, a video call at three. I need you here at two. <laughs> and like, we're constantly running it back forth to our office at our house. Um, and really not having a, a good idea of what's going to happen next. I mean, everything's in so much flux. And, 
how often do you run a race and not know where the so-called finish line is, right? Um, it's really overwhelming just to even think about it. So I find myself constantly reminding myself to take it moment by moment. And that's kind of been my saving grace with all of this kind of unknown that we're dealing with. Um, for me, the big picture is just really daunting. Um, but when I break it down to smaller increments, it can feel so much more manageable. Like I can do this for today or I can do this for this week and we'll see what happens then. Um, and really just kind of uh, zooming in on the, on the smaller picture and kind of not trying to address the big picture all at the same time. Yes, I totally get that. The unknown is, is hard. I think though, what's really helpful, especially being entrepreneurs, we're kind of used to that unknown in some capacity. That's true. Yeah. And that's also, you know, the skill set that it takes to be an entrepreneur. I mean, mm-hmm. you just jump and you have this passion and this hope and belief, and then you're sort of just off and you're not sure if there's going to be a parachute there or not to catch you, but you're kind of like, I'm doing it anyways, you know? <laughs> right. And we have to do it. Right. I mean, I yeah. think that, that you're exactly right, that there is that drive and kind of just, um, I'm going to make it happen no matter what, <laughs> you know, kind of thing, exactly. right. That we all have. And that's probably been a huge asset for a lot of us during this time of unknown. And you mentioned two things that I want to focus on real fast is, the idea of trading off with your partner. And I find there's been a lot of articles in Harvard Business Review and different, you know, well-known publications about the, the load that mothers have had to take, which is larger than maybe the fathers um, in response to the epidemic. And, and um, I think it's really important that we take the time to think about that and I encourage everybody, invite everybody that's listening. If, if you heard that from Bryce and you're like, oh, that's not my situation. I don't have that luxury. Then what could you do? What is that small step that could get you closer to maybe feeling that that workload um, of motherhood is split evenly between or close to as even as possible with you and your partner? It's an ongoing discussion of so many mom friends of mine. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, it's something that, you know, ha- you and your partner, it seems like you're able to have that luxury. But what, it, what have you been able to talk to moms about if they don't have that luxury? Yeah, I mean, I think it's, you know, we're in kind of a real ideal situation and that we are both able to, um, we're working from home. My, uh, I've, I always work from home, but my husband doesn't usually, but he has been, of course, ever since this all happened. Um, and really just kind of always going back to that communication. So I think it's so easy to um, suffer in silence in a lot of ways, you know, to like be resentful about things, but then not actually address what's going on for ourselves. Um, and I'm a big believer in kind of just saying like, uh, this something isn't working, we need to address this kind of and just like airing it out as fast as possible. Um, because nothing changes if we if nothing changes. And if nobody, if only one person knows that there's a problem, we need to we need to rethink that, right? So I know it hasn't definitely been smooth sailing in our house, and I'm going to assume it hasn't been smooth sailing in a lot of other houses, even in in these ideal circumstances that of both partners working at home. But um, you know, just always going back to that communication and expression of needs. I love that communication is so critical in every relationship, and I think the biggest part we miss is listening in that 
you know, that communication dialogue and really mm-hmm. listening not only to ourselves, to your point, but then how do we express it? Um, I love it. So you have this way about running your social page on Instagram that I absolutely adore. You ask these series of questions all the time to your community. And I've been getting so much into it. I love answering them. And I'm sure you get a lot of questions back from your community. So I was really curious, like, what's the number one question you get from mamas that follow you? And what's your answer, your tip? So I get a ton of questions, but, you know, one of the biggest questions I get, you know, is, of course, I talk a lot about self-care and kind of caring for ourselves and mothering ourselves through motherhood. And one of the big responses I get from them is, um, how am I supposed to do that? Or how do you expect me to do that without, you know, time, space, resources, and so many other things that people feel like they need in order to take care of themselves and mother themselves. Um, and, th- and that's true. I mean, not everybody has what they need to take care of themselves, maybe to the degree that they want to. But I always try and remind people that we've been sold this idea of self-care that isn't necessarily accurate. We've been sold like manicures and pedicures and massages and alone nights alone at the hotel and all weekend vacations. And those things are all great, but they might not necessarily be like super accessible when you have like, for instance, myself with a three and a six year old, um, you know, my son still talks about like the night I left him to go like give birth. And he's like, remember that time you left me? I'm like, <laughs> yes, mom. Yes, child. <laughs> I do. <laughs> I was giving birth to your sister. Um, but self-care can also be these really simple acts with big rewards. You know, I always talk to people like turning off your phone at a certain time each night or putting it on airplane mode at seven o'clock so you can spend the rest of the night maybe reading or laying in bed listening to like a meditation developing a bedtime routine. You know, we um, have our kids, you know, on these wonderful, relaxing bedtime routines. And, you know, sometimes my bedtime routine is like letting the dog out, scrolling Instagram and, you know, um, writing out my to-do list (laughs) at midnight, you know, so really looking at these little things, even like drinking water and eating your meals a few times a day or prioritizing making time to get outside. So really bringing it back to the basics is what I always recommend. And I think these foundational care practices are so often overlooked as important um, or not seen as important rather, but they truly are what will help us navigate in a more present and healthy way in our, in our motherhood experience. And it really is these little moments um, because sometimes that's all we have and that doesn't make them any less valuable, but really kind of allowing ourselves to see those things. And I want to say, notice those opportunities for replenishment. Like you said earlier, you know, choosing to go eat your lunch somewhere else besides at your house and like how that filled you up. Right. You know, that it doesn't have to be these extravagant things. It can really just be, um, you know, taking your kids outside for a walk to feel the sun on your skin, you know, instead of staying inside to play with the blocks or bundling up, even though it's cold out, but it still feels good to get in that fresh air, you know, that these little moments that we can kind of nourish ourselves, they, we shouldn't overlook them. Oh my goodness. I love that so much. And it's so perfect because, um, you know, one of the reasons that I created Yellow Daily, which is a 30 day dose of wellness is to really empower moms to see that spending time on themselves doesn't have to be difficult. It can be very simple, very easy, but one thing is necessary um, is 
taking that time for yourself if you truly want to lead a calmer, more centered, more, you know, confident, happy life. Right. And I love that you talk about some of the things that we discuss in the program of just like taking a walk around the block or knowing what that, you know, activity is for you that's going to help you get your steam back to approach mm -hmm. and juggle the life. Um, so that's actually a perfect segue into your session. I'm so thrilled to have you as a guest expert in the program. And I would love for you to tell my audience a little bit around what you plan on, you know, discussing and what they could expect to learn in your upcoming session. Give us a, a little taste. Yes, I'm super excited to do this. So I'm hoping to help people navigate and develop a few strategies for going through and moving through the relationships we have with our partners and our kids. So the ups and downs and everything in between and um, whatever that entails, you know, so from communicating our needs, navigating the mental load, which is kind of how we balance our, our parenting relationship, right? And kind of all of the needs that our children and household have um, and finding our way back to one another through it all over again and again. So in a loving and connected way. So it's very easy, I think, in the busyness and the chaos of this early part of motherhood or any part of motherhood really, you know, is that we are always kind of moving apart and coming back together again and again and how, how important it is to kind of be able to move through that process in kind of a confident and, and peaceful, calm way. I'm so excited about that. Um, you <laughs> always post the best, infographics and I wanted to point out one thing that I'm sure a lot of moms could relate to when we talk about kind of like having the best relationships and having calm in the house is why is mealtime so difficult <laughs> right always have to be so challenging and everybody you know wanting different things or wanting not to eat or to eat I mean isn't this one of the big stress points in our day is the meal time. <laughs> it's hugely stressful. Like? Yeah. I mean, it's even stressful in our house. Right. And like, <laughs> so, you know, I think a lot of it has to do with like, we're all going into mealtime hungry, right. You know, often hungry, we're transitioning from one part of our day to another, you know, whether in our house, like breakfast is sometimes hard because my kids know, like, you know, like what comes after breakfast? I don't want to stop, you know, doing this to do that. And, um, and then mealtimes, it's the end of the day, right? So sometimes we're coming home when we used to leave our houses consistently, but we were, you know, we're all coming home together, you know, we're tired from our day. We're trying to think of what to eat. We have, you know, trying to get people to come to the table. And, you know, I just think that there is a lot of unmet needs around those times, right? And, and transitions in general, which are hard for adults and kids. So, you know, I just think that there, we're coming into it with a lot of, I don't want to say baggage, but like, you know, we're coming, there's a lot of stuff happening around mealtimes um, and kind of finding ways to kind of decrease the impact that the, those things are having on us is, is big, it's not so easy, but it's, it's worth it. Amazing. Well, definitely check out Bryce's Instagram page, uh, Mom Brained Up Therapist, because she gives loads of fun, you know, insightful, but also extremely critical information for us to really take on the role of motherhood. I actually send a lot of these images to my husband too and say, see, this is, 
this is fun. This is what, <laughs> you know. I love that. And, you know, I think that actually happens a lot. So often I see if in my comment section, people are tagged their partners or, you know, they, they're like, I just shared this to, to so-and-so and they need to see this. And like, and I think that's awesome. I like to make whatever information I share, I like to make it super accessible. I think so often mental health information is made in a way that is inaccessible. It's confusing and it's using like all these words that people might not understand. And like, I don't think that changes anything. I think making it as fun and as accessible as possible is how we change and how we grow. So I love that you share it. That's awesome. Well, thank you for doing what you do. And I am so incredibly grateful for the opportunity to get to know you better and to have you as a guest expert in Zello Daily and on this podcast. And if there was one key takeaway for everyone listening, even a mental health expert knows the importance of mothering herself and it's something she's had to constantly work on and keep top of mind. So please, ladies, take this as your invitation to really, you know, take full accountability and responsibility for meeting the needs that you have and really filling your cup up so that you can shine brighter and really give the best to all of those around you. Is there any last words from you, Bryce, before we go? I don't think so. I love that wrap up that you just gave, you know, always just believing that you are worth it. You are worth being taken care of. And even if that's just from yourself, mothering yourself, you know, is a, is a valuable and worthy enterprise. Absolutely. Well, thank you for being here. Thank you all for listening. Please leave a rating and a comment and let us know what resonated with you the most. Until the next episode, I'm sending you love, light, and imagination. Talk soon.